If you love tossing dice, making notes on your character sheet, and you may or may not have tried to bribe your game master, maybe this is a podcast for you. You're listening to Sounds Like Row, an RPG podcast. And now, let's begin. Hello, guys, and welcome to the seventh episode of this of this our beloved podcast. I love this podcast. I hope you love it too. <laughs> This episode we'll be talking about uh, the good parts of RPG, but also the ugly parts and also the bad parts. This is Dread speak speaking to you, and uh, let's start. But before I want to tell you something, I will <laughs> confess something that happened to me like 45 minutes ago. Oh my god, this is the second time I record this whole episode, because... Look, I will tell you how I do it. I how I do how I do it. Okay, I have in front of me my computer, right? And at the left, I have a how is the name in English? A mixer, one of these electronic things with a lot of knobs and and cables and stuff, and a, a microphone, like a, a very cool. Uh, condenser microphone like in a radio show because I used to work on that area before and that mixer goes with a, a USB cable to the computer right and in the computer records all the audio so I recorded all the podcast and when I finished <laughs> I realized that the com the mixer was was not connected to the computer And I was, without realizing it, recording with the microphone of the computer. That is, it sucks. It sounds horrible. So this is the second time. But this time, the second time will be the, the charm. <laughs> the good thing is now th is that now I have a second opportunity to say the list of platforms platforms where you can listen to this podcast because the, this first try that I had. I failed, so I have a second chance now. Okay, so this episode, uh, I will be talking about the things that, we like it or not, are bad in RPGs. Because nothing is perfect, right? Like, even what I said, I said something about fishing, yeah. <laughs> For example, if you go fishing, that involves torturing some small animals and the risk of... <laughs> of getting your your how's the name eyelids coughed and lose all your skin like after just one careless pull right <laughs> what am, what am I saying okay the, the the first example were not that irrational but yeah anyway and uh, maybe I'll address I'll I'll address the usual objections people have when they don't know what an RPG is. Or if they are old school RPG haters, like religious fanatics. I don't know if you remember the um, the paranoia it it, ha it 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 existed in the 90s regarding RPGs that people were saying that RPGs were satanic. Today, if somebody says to me that RPGs are satanic, I would say yes, absolutely, and I love it. And end of the discussion, right? That's how we solve problems today, people. <laughs> Okay, so let's go for the first part of this episode that will be about the good stuff. This part will be like shorter than the other two because this, I mean, <laughs> come on, this whole podcast is about how good RPGs are. So 
I will not repeat myself too much and this part will be uh, shorter, okay? But what I think is the most important part of RPGs or the, the, <laughs> the most good, <laughs> the, the gooder, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The better part are first the social aspect, right? Because this is the, the, the type of game that is connected with our instincts. Like, the 80% of the game is storytelling. And it's storytelling is the skill or the activity that at, up to some point created the whole civilization, civilization, right? Like, storytelling is to tell stuff is the main pillar of RPGs. And storytelling is a pillar of the human experience and communication and brain brain thingies, right? <laughs> and also you, you, you get to socialize in every level with everyone. The soci socialization in RPGs is not only about talking, right? I mean, yes, you talk with people, you develop like social skills about communicating with each other, but also you have to ne negotiate with your teammates in solving problems, right? That's another very, very uh, important skill nowadays, right? And it's a game dynamic. This is the, the third, another thing that I think is awesome. RPGs are a game dynamic where everything, everything that, that um, make an RPG what it is, is about having fun. Like when game designers, they design the rules, the setting, the everything, they're always thinking how I make this game more fun. So it's a game that by essence is made to be incredibly fun, right? For example, let, let's name any other activity like, well, sports, for example, if you love like football. Football it could, can be very, very fun, but there's a part of football that involves, like, kill yourself training. I mean, to train is cool, right? It's very fun to do. But you have to put a lot of effort at some point. In RPG, everything is fun. Like, even reading the rules is fun because you, you are constantly thinking, oh, this rule will be very inter interesting for this scenario. So <laughs> RPGs are fun, like, in every aspect of it, Right? So that, that, those are very good things about RPGs. Also, I would say that something that is very good about RPGs uh, is the diversity of games and players, but mostly about players nowadays. Like currently, in the current world, like um, seen, I would say since 2020, just to put to make a cut at some point, uh, the players are very diverse. Like every single type of people could be interested on RPGs. And when you go to uh, places where they gather to play, you find every type of people. Like, I know, like, 30% are geeks, right? Like, you and me. <laughs> but you can find any type of people. And, and that thing, I think, is it's fascinating. I, I really love that part because I love like interact with people. I love sociali socializing that's why I devote my life to teach people how to communicate with each other, right? And in the current world of RPGs, I have found that, like, in like in a level 
more than 9,000, right? <laughs> Level God. So that's I, that I think is a very, very good thing about RPGs. Also, another thing that I think that is very, very, very good about RPGs is that RPGs can potentially teach you a lot of stuff. For example, RPGs, with RPGs you learn how to create stories, right? Create stories and telling stories, storytelling, I already mentioned that. But create stories, that's something. That's that's a hell of a skill, right? Um, you have fun creating stories and after that, you start to notice how that start getting into your life, like in a good way. Um, there are people that played a lot of RPGs as kids and now they are content creators. Like, well, actually like me, if you consider this podcast like a, a interesting content, I hope so. But there's a lot of actors, directors, uh, how do you say in English, the people that write scripts or producers or everything related with, with creating stuff. There are a lot of people that used to play RPGs before. And that's why also there are a lot of RPG, like there are a lot of famous people that is that are RPG players, mostly like in Hollywood, because they tend to be then actors. I mean, that's the part that, that got them more interested about RPGs. I'm not saying that if you play RPGs, you become an actor, but that would be cool. But I really would like to learn how to act but I don't know how, and I'm getting distracted again. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what else? Also, RPGs teach you about interacting with different people. And I'm not just talking about when you go to a club, because when you are playing a session and you, with your same, your same group of friends like every week, for years if you want, but every time you interact, your character interact with another character, being it from a player or, or, or it's an NPC, an unplayable playable character, the ones that the game master control, when you make decisions about what your how your character will act or how it will be its behavior with this other character, this this is true. You actually are training on how to interact with people. And that's a thing, and that's true. I can guarantee you that. Because I don't know if I told you that before, but during the past five or six years, I've been training people and teams like the last one during August in 2019. I trained a group of 60, like 70 salesmen for a company, everyone together uh, in public speaking skills. And I know how that works at some point, at least. And what you do in RPGs is not very different of what you do in those type of workshops, right? So really, when you when you talk to different characters inside an RPG world, like it's a fictional game that you have with your players, your brain is actually training all those type of social skills. And that's true, and that's a thing. And I think that that thing <laughs> is very important and very nice and very valuable. And I love that part of RPGs, right? And uh, also, also to go to the next point, I think it's very good about RPGs how they teach you ab about solving situations in context where you don't even need to have prior experience. Like, 
if in a in a game session your gm put you like your group and you in in a situation where you have to talk to uh to the prince of of a city like in vampire the masquerade this is like a mafia boss but multiplied by a million and you prepare everything that you need to do to speak to this guy that is a fictional situation but you are actually thought about that and you with your friends made a lot of decisions and all of that thought and all of that decisions exists and your brain is training about those things and that's so cool right when you see in interviews that people say rpgs is a are a very important part in, in my life and they did have teaching me a, a lot of stuff is that type of stuff right And also, this is more like a, a fun part. I think it's very interesting to get into a, a, a fictional world or a real world context um, and going and doing whatever you could think of without having to face the actual consequences. That gives you the opportunity to try things that you could never try in real life. And you could say that it's just fantasy, it's not reality, so you don't learn about those things actually. But I would say that you actually learn because it's even a better dynamic uh, learning dynamic than what you do in a traditional university even like when you just memorize books here you are making decisions you are thinking with your friends you are working in team and you are solving stuff the outcomes maybe are just made up by the game master but it's not that different in real life because there's no such a thing as the correct the correct outcome for every situation so rpgs really teach you stuff and that i think is one of the most cool part of rpgs right but there's also a bad part in rpgs and we shouldn't make like pretend that these parts don't exist uh, so let's get to it but i would like to start with the i think i would start with the ugly parts right with the parts that we don't like because bad bad things i would say that are the difficult part things The ugly things, I would say, there are the things that we don't don't like, okay? So, I think most of the ugly things, anyway, um, are things that are long time past now, but you could encounter them today anyway, okay? It's not that resolved, it's not that solved, really. So, pay a lot of attention to this. First of all, and I think it's the, most, the worst part, is that back then, um, RPGs were let's let's face it very misogynistic like sexist right uh many years before rpgs games were very men-centered and used to put women in a role of of, of like decoration like or, or the sexy reward for the super strong and masculine hero um and many rpg players groups were composed mostly by men what women were left with was to awkwardly have to read from books depicting women as sexy warriors in bikini chain males, always behind this big male barbarian, right? And I using that example like in a med medieval fantasy world because in the world of darkness games, like in Vampire the Masquerade, that thing was more modern. Like, it wasn't that sexist. Like... Uh, As I said in some some episode before, in Vampire the Masquerade or any um, World of Darkness game, 
the amount of players between men and women were kind of the same. So it wasn't like that in, the, in those rule books. But for example, in a lot of Dangerous and Dragons supplements and models and, and art and stuff, women were this object for like eye candy for men, right? Uh, and that's a thing. We have to face it. Like back then, almost no one of us noticed that. Like now, obviously, we, we notice that and we saw those old rule books and we say that's ridiculous, ridiculous, right? Like that, that's lame. Like, <laughs> but back then, it was something that was normal. And today, still for many people. So you have to pay attention. If you you are starting in this and you start playing a group and you see that the game master is depicting women as those type of things, like an object for you, you have to stop this guy. Like, and I really mean it. Like, it's more. I think it's more important to maintain your ethics intact rather than being pol polite be just because with some group. You can find another group if a conflict arises, right? But the most, the better outcome of that will be that the rest of the group will say, you know what, you're right. You know what, Game Master? You you should change your ways, right? And in the worst case scenario, you have to leave the group. But trust me, you, you don't have to, to swallow up your pride in those situations. Like, you have to stop the people that are still in that mindset, right? Because, come on, RPGs is a very good thing. Let, let's not, let's clean them, okay? And what else? I, I will not talk about too much about that because I think it's... Um, it's, I think, to a whole podcast about that, that stuff. Also, what's the, something that I think, think uh, was kind of ugly is that RPGs back then were very closed, like an hermetic world, very um, difficult to access for a lot of people. Because RPG players before were mostly really, really nerds, like geeks. And at some point, me too, right? Um, and for them, any external person was uh, like an intruder and was looked upon with disapproving eyes, right? Uh, so no, you, you, don't, you, can, you can't play with us and stuff like that. Uh, and even today, there are still some RPG players left that identify themselves as hardcore geeks that don't like, are like, quoting normies, as they call us in a derogatory manner, for not being geeks as they are. So that's, I think that's something that's ugly, okay? But fortunately, it's something that is starting to, to fade, to fade out. So it's not that ugly anymore. But it, it happened. It used to happen. And it had, sometimes it's happened. it happens now. Um, so those are things that are rapidly fading away now. But you could still, still encounter them. The good thing is that those people, like those geeks, air quoting, um, those type of players also, also, they have a, a good characteristic, that they have a, 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 like a desire to show themselves as intelligent people, right? So they tend to understand more quickly the, all the social responses and, and fixes for those phenomena, like, like, like sexism. Not that they are more intelligent, so they understand better because intelligence is something that is a word that doesn't mean, mean anything, actually. Uh, 
but they used to they tend to to put some e more effort when and studying something to to look at smart so that's something that ends up being a good thing right and they tend to understand faster than the average things like feminism and empathy and stuff like that uh, concepts that were ignored not much time ago right Uh, now we uh, everyone know know that femi femi feminism is important and being empathetic with our person people is important but back then it wasn't like that so that's a still is at some point an ugly thing okay now there are also bad things those are not things that we don't like but rather things that make RPGs difficult right so intrinsic characteristics that makes, at some point, role, tabletop role-playing games something hard to play. Um, first, there are some countries where RPG books are insanely expensive. Um, usually, usually they are not usually <laughs> expensive considering what they give you. Like, when just one book you can play for years and years and years, so actually it's kind of super cheap. But there are some countries, for example, I moved to a new country recently, and here taxes are crazy. So, um, and taxes for, for tabletop games, because here the, the regulations are kind of old, so they catalog tabletop games as toys, uh, as some type of toys. And it's a, a category that has a lot of taxes. So here it's not profitable to have a store and import tabletop games or RPG games. So... People here don't have don't have anywhere to to buy these things, and we and now I say we, <laughs> we have to buy those things via internet, and that way is more expensive. So there are some parts of the world where playing RPG is kind of hard regarding the stuff that you need, and also uh, next the next point is how hard is to form a group of consistent players. Like, if you are not in a club or you don't have any store with spaces for players nearby, like I said in the, the previous episode. Uh, because sometimes, or many times when you are starting, you, for, you form a group, but later on you realize that some players are not are more, or are more interested in hanging up with you and the rest, hanging out <laughs> with you and the rest, rather than the game itself. So they are very inconsistent uh, in attending the sessions and damage the flow of the campaign or story, actually. So that's another bad thing about RPGs, right? And also, this is something that's very easy to solve, but it exists anyway, that if you and your friends just want to start and everybody is scared to be the GM, well, you can't play. I think that there's some kind of experimental game with no GM, but I mean, come on, the, the usual RPGs, you need a GM. So for those people, if you are in that problem, listen to my last episode, because there I talk about how actually is actually easy is to start playing. So don't be afraid, okay? Um, also, there are there are people that know that that know about RPGs from from before, like from years ago but they never played and they maintain all producers like like rpgs are very hard and rpgs are just for geek people and stuff like is are not a thing anymore a thing anymore but 
they still think about that. But that is just a minority. I haven't encountered them in years, so I don't know if that's a thing still, but probably you can find people saying that type of stuff still in, during this year. But ah, anyway, and last but not least, this supposedly difficult to learn a new game. Like there are some real heavy names, heavy names, heavy games, such as the older version of Dungeons and Dragons, that have a lot of rules and can be daunting to new GMs. But to to solve this bad thing right away, just chill out. As I mentioned in the previous episodes, that's only how it looks from the outside. Like the best way to quickly learn a new game is to get a grip of the most important rules, the main one, the just the main ones and start playing. And after a couple of sessions, you'll find yourself knowing all the rules like an expert without even realizing it. Like RPG rules tend to be very intuitive and easy to learn on the go. Usually, RPG the, the rules of RPG games are very easy to learn um, at the same time you're playing. Like with you when you play, you have to have your book at your side to take a look every now and then, and that way you will learn all the, the rules, like the 400% pages long rule book in just a couple of sessions, easily, without putting any effort on that, because those rules are made for that, so chill out, okay? <laughs> well, the thing is, um, how, how do I put it? RPGs are complex game, games, okay? But, I mean, related to, to how many aspects they have, not, not that they are hard to, to play. And as such, there's, there are a lot of good and bad things about them, as I have been mentioned during this, this I think, short episode. Uh, but I cannot like em- emphasize this more. The best way to truly understand what and how RPGs are is no less than just go and play. Why I am saying that? If you are somebody that found this podcast, for example, because you watched Critical Role before or some YouTube videos about tabletop role-playing games, and you are interested on them, but you haven't played, um, I would say that even if you listen to all the podcasts in the world, you will not completely understand RPGs before you play them. And to play an RPG is very, very easy. Just listen to my last, last episode, okay? And seriously, if you if you are a counter player, or you or if you are a current current player, and you find yourself like having a hard time talking about RPG to new people, RPG games, RPGs to new people, remember that it all depends on how you talk about RPGs. Let me clarify this for you. If you say that this is a very geek game with very difficult rules, but fun and stuff like that, nobody would want to play with you. Because you are saying that RPGs are game with your face, right? (laughs) Uh, So if you present RPGs as what they really are, a very unique and fun type of tabletop game to play with a bunch of friends, you'll find yourself with many interested people wanting to play with you. And even more nowadays that RPGs are in the mainstream media and are not looked upon like a lame nerd thing, right? Because since some years ago, people realized that geek, the, the meaning of geek was actually fun. That's why, as I said some episodes ago, 
a lot of people, all, everyone, and actually uh, enjoy watching TV series about dragons and wizards and warriors, like in Game of Thrones, for example. Because geek stuff now is kind of cool, is not lame anymore. So you have to take advantage of that. <laughs> and well, this list of good, ugly, and bad stuff is just a partial list of things. Like some things I, I think sometimes. I would say that if every single one of you, if you m would make this m the same exercise as me, like now, we would end up with several different lists. So I'm thinking that you should, like I invite you to send some comments in, in, in the social media, in, in Facebook, in Instagram, wherever you want, um, about what you, do you think is the, the best and the worst of RPGs, right? So let's have a talk there. So let's share some ideas if you want to to talk like in real time like to talk not just to leave comments visit us in the telegram chat group uh telegram you can find us as sounds like roll chat right very easy <laughs> so okay we are reaching the end of the episode so as i say always find the show and follow the show in facebook in, in <laughs> <laughs> in the fan page, sounds like roll. And in Instagram, you can follow me personally. My Instagram is at roll4dread. And also in Twitter. I'm not tweeting that much now, but I will put some effort in on it. I promise. Uh, you can find me as dreadstein. And the next episode. The next episode, I will be talking about the real and human differences between different RPGs. What are the real differences regarding what type of people play each game? or how each game makes you feel at some point, because the that episode, I think the third one, or fourth one, no, I think it was the third one, when I was talking about the, diff the different games, like the mainstream games and the indie ones, it was more related to the rules and settings, but now I want to talk about the, the human side, right? Like, what's the essence of each game, so you can have like a more deeply thought, menu of games okay that i think that will be very interesting <laughs> so this is the this is it this is the end of the podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode this is dread speaking and you've been listening to sounds like roll an rpg podcast until next time bye